Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Quarantine blues is a new term for depression that is being... Sparked by the quarantine, Michelle Obama is included in this on her podcast. She said, there have been periods throughout this quarantine where I felt too low. Spiritually, the, or, these are not fulfilling times. So, <laughs> I know that I'm dealing with some form of low-grade depression, and naturally, it isn't just the quarantine. It's everything that's happening in the news. But she said, it's important to keep yourself grounded. She says, we will get through this. The thing we have to remember is we've been through... Tough times in this nation. We are in a unique moment in history. We are living through something that no one in our lifetimes has lived through. That's right. And if that doesn't work, she suggests doing jigsaw puzzles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a new uh, idea. I Yep. People, Boy, those were sold out for a while. Like, it was challenging. Find them. Yes, it was hard to find them. And that's something I feel like if you go into any store that has a dollar bin, they're everywhere, yeah. like even the small ones, and they were sold out. Mm. Yeah. They do force you to focus yeah. and be very in the moment when yeah. you're trying to find that one elusive piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, in other news this morning, up until now, the Brian Austin Green, Megan Fox breakup has been pretty civil. At least on Brian's end, anyway. Megan really hasn't spoken about it either way. But since the ceasefire uh, commenced, I guess it came to a grinding halt yesterday when Megan posted a picture of herself with a shirtless machine gun Kelly and captioned it, achingly beautiful boy, my heart is yours. And I guess Brian didn't like that very much. He took that as... I don't know, disrespectful, kind of a cut. And he decided to respond by posting pictures of their three sons, along with his older son from a previous relationship, and captioned it, achingly beautiful boys, my heart is yours. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how Mm -hmm. a war starts. (laughs) Yep. It is on. Mm -hmm. Your move, Megan Fox. Uh, Well, maybe. If she doesn't fight back, there's no war. I was going to say the same thing. I don't know if she'll say anything back. I guess he's, because I read the article about this on People Magazine, and they're saying, like, she's been just head over heels, giving all of her attention to Machine Gun Kelly, and now they're shooting their movie together. And I guess she's on location, and he has been, Brian Austin Green has been taking care of the children, and that's maybe. So they're in the throes of an OSR. Maybe, 
Well, they they started dating before. I think they started flirting before they started filming they the movie. For a while, and then they started filming the movie, and they fell more in love. Oh. And now they're on location together again, even gotcha. more in love. So oh. I don't know. Hmm. Man, that's a, that's a clap back. Mm-hmm. Well, Major League Baseball has been struggling to operate without a bubble. And just two weeks into the season, two teams have already had to shut down due to full-blown outbreaks, right? So yesterday, the Major League Baseball (laughs) released revised protocols and threatened to suspend players and staff members for the rest of the season for significant violations. And the new guidelines are so controlling that it feels like a list of rules that chaperones have for elementary school field trips. Here are some highlights. Players and staff must wear face coverings at all times, with the exception of players on the field. They must also wear masks at all times in the hotel and at public places on the road. Players are strictly prohibited from meeting in hotel rooms, not even to share food. Each team will have a large room at the hotel with food that's set up for social distancing. Wow, they can't even hang out with each other in their own rooms? Yet, while eating and drinking, players are discouraged from talking to each other or even facing one another. How does that work? Guy, I mean, they're throwing to... the ball around that everyone is touching, but they they can't have a conversation with each other? No, because of the spittle. Ugh. <laughs> players are not allowed to sit side by side on buses, and every other row must be empty. On planes, players can't get up from their seats unless they have to use the bathroom. Hmm. Eating and drinking is still permitted on planes, but players and staff are prohibited from talking to one another while doing so. Players must notify their compliance officer if they want to leave their hotel. The officer will decide whether their planned trip outside complies with the manual and the club's code of conduct and while at home. Excuse me, officer. Yes, exactly. While at home, players and staff members are strictly prohibited for visiting bars. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lounges, malls, or places with large groups of people. Hmm. Dang. Yep. I guess, I mean, you know what? If you want to do the job, right? If you yeah. want to play baseball, this you is what play. you got to do. This is what you got to do. I mean, that's the case for all of us, isn't it? Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> if we want to keep our jobs, then there are you know, some things we got to do. Well, this is kind of interesting. After the Matrix trilogy came out, the brothers who wrote and directed the movies both became women. I did not know that. You didn't? I did not know that. Mm. So I guess it wouldn't be that surprising that the original concept was meant as a transgender allegory. Lily Wachowski says that at the time, the corporate world wasn't exactly ready to face the issue head on. Even so, the character Switch was originally written as a trans character who would be a man in the real world and a woman in the Matrix. They ultimately ditched the male half and made her a woman, played by Belinda McClory. Uh, Lily says, though, that trans people come to her all the time to tell her how much the movies mean to them, especially the idea of, quote, transformation. 
and the seemingly impossible becoming possible. I love how meaningful those films are to trans people and the way that they come up to me and say, these movies saved my life because when you talk about transformation, the idea of the seemingly impossible becoming possible, the Matrix stuff was all like about the desire for transformation, but it was all coming from a closeted point of view. And so we had the character of Switch, who was like a character who would be, you know, a man in the real world or and then a woman in the Matrix. And, you know, that's both were <laughs> where our headspaces were. Lily Wachowski's sister, Lana, is currently working on a fourth Matrix movie with Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, and Jada Pinkett returning, plus Neil Patrick Harris. Nice. Disney made a big announcement. Mulan will be on Disney Plus for 30 bucks. That's why when you click purchase, it says, are you sure? Then it says, seriously, are you sure? And finally it says, okay, Rockefeller. <laughs> 30 bucks may seem like a lot, but remember, if you took your kid to the theater, your tickets are 20, the snacks are 10, and you haven't even gotten to the vodka Red Bull in your Hydro Flask. <laughs> Three men were stranded on a deserted island in the Pacific, so they drew a giant SOS on the beach, and it actually worked. Asked how they survived, they said, well, let's just say there used to be four of us. Finally, Kraft is giving away limited edition mac and cheese breakfast boxes this week to encourage people to start their day with mac and cheese, as opposed to what they're currently starting it with, vodka. Amen. 641, (laughs) Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102, sunny to partly cloudy skies today. We'll see you high around 81. It's 65 here at Cincinnati's Q102. Did you guys know that... um, Jack and Kelly, I think most people knew, know that Jack and Kelly are not Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne's only kids. I, he, I knew that because I watched the show. Right. I knew there was an at That's least one, one other one, but I, I didn't realize that there were even more than that. But together, Sharon and Ozzy have an older daughter named Amy, who was actually only around 15 at the time when the Osbournes were on. So I did know that she existed because yeah. I think they referenced her a couple of times during the show. Or right. she, was she wasn't Christmas on the card. show. Not really. Like one time, maybe they had like a family party and she was there like a few times, but not in like. In the background. But she was never featured. You never correct. saw her engage in any dialogue because she had no desire to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> didn't I mean, want to put right, her life out right. there. I mean, you know, she was living a crazy enough life as it was. And at the age of 15, she made the decision that she didn't want any part of it. Um, anyway, here's why she didn't, she's opening up about it now and she was being interviewed and she talked about it. She's more open about it these days. You know, for me, I had grown up around having a pretty well-known dad anyway, and I always really valued my privacy within that family. And, um, for me personally and for who I am, you know, as far as morally and also just to give myself a chance to actually develop into a human being as opposed to just being remembered for being a teenager. It didn't really line up with what I saw my future as. And, you know, it definitely worked great for the rest of my family, but for me and, and who I am, I just knew it was never something that I would have been able to consider realistically. So she looks so much like Sharon. Yeah. yeah they could it's, be twins, a young version of Sharon. 
Is Sharon's show still on TV? Are they doing from home or what? What is what? Did they, I have not they seen were one minute of talk. Home. Yeah, and my mom watches it, and I remember like a, a few times that they were doing it like from home where they had the like the uh, reel did with like the split screen of people, right? But I don't know what they're doing now. I have no idea. I haven't watched. I've been working during that time. I think. <laughs> well, Ozzy also has three more kids. Jessica, Lewis, and adopted son Elliot from his first marriage to Thelma Riley. So a lot of kids in that family. But, you know, I, like a lot of people, just kind of assumed it was Jack and Kelly. And I knew there was a third one in there somewhere. Yeah. Didn't Isn't know he had that really many kids. fascinating that Ozzy Osbourne found two different women to not only marry him, but have kids with him? Oh, he's yeah. like a big time. I like, know. It's like, wow. And his kids turned beauty. out pretty okay. Too. That's, 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 Would you guys have been on a reality show, though? I mean, think about it. In those days, I probably would have been way more open to it then than I would be now. At the age of 15? Oh, I would have loved it. I would have been like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, we're on TV. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Although, I don't know. I know why she wouldn't want to be. I mean, with your dad acting like that all of the time. (laughs) Like, I mean, you think about a teenager being embarrassed by their parents, and now you're being embarrassed by your parents in front of me. He's embarrassing enough as it is. Do we have to really need to put him on television? Big time with this? Do we give him a primetime spot on MTV? Right. Yes. Do you guys remember Ren and Stimpy? It was on for five seasons on Nickelodeon and MTV back 1991 to 1996, and Comedy Central is reviving it. I didn't see many episodes, but it looked pretty funny. Rugrats and Doug were also on around the same time, but Ren and Stimpy was considered a little bit more of an adult show. I was going to say. It was a little more like risque as far as uh, physical violence was concerned because they used to beat the crap out of each other. Well, it's going to be a reimagined version of the show with a new creative team. Comedy Central announced that they were bringing back Beavis and Butthead just last month. So they kind of seemed to have a theme going. Yeah. <laughs> I love Doug. That was one of my favorite shows growing yeah. up. Oh, yeah, with Patty Mayonnaise. I loved that show. Meanwhile, everyone knows that that tenum sound that plays when the Netflix N comes on the screen. Everybody, anybody who watches Netflix. It kind of sounds like the Law & Order thing a little bit. I know that sound. Oh, yeah, I guess it kind of does. The Law & Order thing. Uh, let me see if I can pull that up. Yeah, that's like... Yeah. <laughs> and then there's Netflix. Yeah, I guess they're a little similar. Um, but what's interesting is they almost went with a totally different sound. Instead of this, they almost went with this. <laughs> Can you imagine? So much better than that dun dun. Oh. That would have gotten really old really fast, don't you think? Yeah, but it, it probably would have caused would. like so much more attention. Like, is there a goat in the room? Well, a Netflix executive said, "I like the sound of a goat. It was funny, and I thought it was quirky. Uh, I I kind of thought it was our version of Leo the Lion. Oh yeah. And so for a while, we were kind of stuck on that goat sound. <laughs> I actually <laughs> thought that would be a good time. Leo the lion, by the way, he's the MGM lion, you know, the, you know, the beginning of MGM movies that you see the roaring lion. Uh, So the, this goat sound was actually one of the finalists. So it wasn't just something goofy that they thought of early on. They were seriously considering it. And sadly, there's, there's no audio of, of the goat bleat in question or what that actually would have sounded like. I just pulled the sound of a goat bleat thing, you know, assuming that that's, it would be very similar to that, but. The interview 
the interviewer says he did hear it and he described it as very very goaty. Very goaty. <laughs> very goaty. That's funny. He, he says it was something like the current to dumb and then it just kind of ended with a goat noise. So here's what I'm imagining it might have sounded like. <laughs> now that would have been much better than just the goat alone. Right. I don't know. Or just the tadums. They should add it. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. That's perfect. That is funny. That'd be a fun way to end the show, too, wouldn't it? Like, you know, at the beginning of the show, you just do the tadum, but at the end of it, you kind of cap off the show with that. That's great. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. That's all I got. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.